This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with topics for future shows, questions about today's show, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So many of the new people I meet coming into the office talk about Social Security as being their number one concern when we sit down and discuss their financial strategy and the retirement goals. After all, Social Security can be a large part of retirement for many people, regardless of how well they've saved and invested. As we get into our conversation, so many folks are genuinely surprised when I tell them there are some fairly simple steps they can take to increase their monthly social security payment. So on today's show, we're going to highlight some of the things I discuss when I'm face to face with these people. But before we take a closer look at increasing your social security payment, let's talk about increasing your social credit payment. And that is done by hanging out with great people like Tony Shore, who I get to hang out with every week. Oh my goodness. Tony, I know you'll love a social security conversation. I think today's going to be a good one. God bless social security. (laughs) (laughs) It is going to be a good one. Obviously, uh, I like the the title alone, how to increase your social security payments. Yes, please. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we all need more uh, money in retirement. So that sounds good to me. And we want to get as much money. I mean, we all paid in to the government for, you know, 40, 50 working years, let's get some of that back and let's maximize how much they have to give us back. So I I bet a lot of our listeners don't even realize, Matt, that they can get more or less depending on how they file and different filing strategies. So this will be a good show. But first, yes, I'm doing great. My son's wedding is coming up, so I'm excited about that. How about you, Matt? You just finished. Now, every year you make maple syrup. You you tap the maple, the, you tap the trees and make it from scratch, right? I do. As you know, yeah, I love being outside. I love being in the woods or out on the ocean, whatever it is. I just love being outside. And uh, this, Matt. Ti- <laughs> this time of year, you know, it, it's not often an awful lot to do at the end of winter, early spring when things are melting and getting muddy and et cetera. But if you live north of a certain latitude, one of the things you can do is make maple syrup. And I don't care. You go support the local place that makes it around you. But if you want the best tasting syrup in the world, just make it yourself. Nothing tastes better. There's no syrup in the world that tastes better than the syrup you made. And so, yeah, we, you know, 
we've turned it into quite a hobby and a friend of mine and I, and my whole family gets involved. His family helps it. it. We just have a ton of fun doing it. My friends pitch in. So it's a lot of good time spent in the woods and time sitting around a fire on the weekends, watching the stuff boil over and boil off really. And, you know, get some time reading or play some darts in the shack. It, it's, I'm going to make a bad joke here. It's really sweet, Tony. <laughs> everybody always says, I can't help but make that joke because everybody makes it to me. I have to hear it so many times during the season that I have to get it out at least once. Is your microphone off? That's really sweet. Uh, I'm no, I'm just no, I'm still stunned by the joke. Just stunned into silence. <laughs> stunned into silence, my that friend. Was that bad? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It's not, uh, uh, so yeah, I love doing it, and we just finished up. This was our last boil, so sure. now it's on to new things outside. But it we, we had our annual in Maine. They do this thing called Maine Maple Sunday, and so we kind of model it after that. Awesome. And we do a big party at the, on the last day and we That's have breakfast sweet. for dinner and make a, oh now you can use it huh <laughs> well yeah i get to do it okay sure. <laughs> so oh. yeah that's what i that's what i finished up this weekend sure. well uh, I, that's fun and i know you love that every year you it, I, I can tell you're always there's a little extra spring in your step and a bigger smile on your face this time of year and I know you really enjoy that. Uh, it sounds like fun. I got to get out there one year and help you with that. Now, um, when you do that, I've never been a part of that process. Yeah, so you should. Yeah, I know great. you've invited me. I, I yeah. definitely want to do that. Now, Social Security, uh, you know, uh, the fact that it's even possible to increase your Social Security payment is interesting. And I'm sure our listeners uh, are perking up because. Uh, a lot of the social security stories you hear, especially lately, are pretty doom and gloom. But this sounds like some positivity. Well, yeah. So there there can be a little bit of, you know, there's always a little bit of trepidation. What's going to happen in the future? We don't know. So we go based on the best information we have now whenever we're making any decisions. Right. You're never going to know what's going to happen in the future. I like to think the sun's always going to come up tomorrow. So it's planned for the best. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. There's also a U.S. News and World article, uh, U.S. News and World Report. There's an article for that from them. Uh, Ten ways to increase your Social Security payments. We've talked about most of these, and like I said, we talk about these things a lot. And sooner or later, people start writing articles about them. Now, this article does reinforce a lot of the ideas and insights we've talked about on this show that we share with people pretty often. Now. So we're going to go through some of these first because your social security payment is determined by your earnings history and how old you are when you sign up, you may be able to increase your monthly payment by waiting until you're older to begin collecting. Now, continuing to work even after you're retired from your previous career and negotiating pay raises throughout your working years are also ways to enjoy a larger social security payment. And additionally, married couples have the option to collect spousal payments, which may increase their payment. Once my social security check start coming, <laughs> right? We do have so many good sounds for this. I know. Yeah, we do. Well, <laughs> it, seriously though, like like so many other things in our lives, maximizing social security may come down to timing, is what you're saying, right, Matt? More often than not, yeah, timing and even more important, planning. Uh, the so, so 
knowing what your options are and they've changed some listen a lot of advisors a lot of people like myself uh, we got really good at doing this and the government's changed some of your some of the filing options you you could use over the years to shore up social security over time and good for them that doesn't doesn't mean we still can't help people make better decisions how it comes to calculating their best time to file when to file and the other things you can do you'll also see that there's things that'll tell you like Oh, don't wait for this because you can, you know, or do it immediately. I've often found a lot of the articles that are doing that are trying to sell people something. If the only thing you want to worry about around your social security plan is your financial plan, that's going to help you decide the best way to do it. Sure. To the pieces about this, the length of your career, we've talked about this. It matters a great deal for your eventual payment. It's critical to work at least 35 years for social security because your benefits calculated using your 35 highest earning years. If you don't work at least 35 years, your non-working years are calculated as zero and that drives down your payment. If you can remember like ever getting missing a, a test in school and what can that can do to your overall grade? Oh yeah. Those non-working years can do the same thing to your social security payment. And at the same time, if you work more than 35 years, a higher earning year will cancel out a lower earning year when your benefit is calculated, the benefit of that teacher dropping your lowest grade, right? So again, plan to work at least 35 years. And if your career is longer than that, focus on bumping your yearly salary up as much as you can. Sure. And you know me, I like to shore things up. Yo, ho, ho. Uh, uh, see, if I had the cricket button. Yeah, exactly. But you don't. Yeah, there, there's a reason for that. <laughs> there is. So you've mentioned focusing on increasing your salary as much as you can a couple of times. But there is still a ceiling there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, pushing your yearly income as high as you can is always a good idea, right? So it's more money. But when it comes to Social Security, there is a max amount of earnings that's subject to the Social Security tax and thus used for calculating your retirement benefit. It's adjusted annually for inflation. Now, in 2022, earnings up to $147,000 are used to calculate your eventual payment. Anything north of that isn't taxed by Social Security therefore won't be factoring in your monthly payment during retirement. Okay. So I, I, I'm not cheating when I say that I'm sure social security's full retirement age is coming up, right? Oh, Tony, you're not, you're not. I knew it. Uh, so it's true. You can, so for full retirement age, you can begin collecting social security. We've talked about this pop quiz. If you're listening, what's the first age? That's right. You're right. It's 62. 62. Now, I urge the people I work with to think very carefully before enrolling at that age. It will mean a smaller monthly payment and your benefit will never go up, at least beyond inflationary adjustments. There are cases where it makes sense, but in cases where, you know, there, there's so many other things to factor in than just, I'm going to get my check right away. Currently the full retirement age is 66 for anyone born between 1943 and 54. And from there, the full retirement nudges up in two-month increments for folks born uh, in 1955 to 66 and 10 months for those born in 59. 67 right now is the full retirement age for anyone born 1960 or after. So following along there? Yep. I, okay. I, I get it. So All when's right. the last time you can file? When's the latest, I should say? that you can file for social security if 62 is the earliest. Oh, okay. So your, your monthly payment will continue to grow by about 8% a year after your full retirement age until you turn 70. And after you've hit that 
momentous birthday, there's no longer any financial benefit in waiting to file. So 70 is really the latest that it makes sense to file and it starts. So now let's use real numbers to eliminate this point. Let's say you're eligible for a benefit of $1,000 a month when you turn 67. Now, by waiting until age 70 to file, your benefit would rise to $1,240 a month. That higher amount is permanent for the rest of your life, and it also rises with inflation. On the surface, an additional $240 a month may not sound like a ton of money in the middle of your working years, but for a lot of seniors, $240 can probably cover a nice percentage of their monthly grocery bill or go towards medical expenses or hearing aids or whatever it is, 240 bucks a month will make a difference on a fixed, on that fixed income part of your life. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really important to understand. And all these different ages, that's why you have that social security maximization report that you can run for people. Uh, And that really helps. And uh, you noted that Social Security is critical for, obviously, a lot of retirees. It could make or break a retirement. Because of that importance, understanding when exactly the best time for your personal situation is to enroll, I would imagine that can be nerve-wracking for some people. It can be incredibly nerve-wracking, Tony. That's dead on right. It, you know, if, you, if you're confused by it, if you're intimidated by it, work with a financial services professional who has the skills and experience to confidently walk you through the entire social security process. And by that, I mean, not just the maximization report. We can do that. There's a lot of people that can do that. But knowing when the highest check you're going to get and how to make that work with all the other pieces in your financial picture is a world of difference. So if the only guaranteed income you're going to have in retirement social security Maybe all you need is a social security maximization report. If you have anything else, any other funds you're going to be working with, you need to work it into your overall plan. And it's never a bad idea to have an advocate in your corner. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, it isn't, it's a good idea. You shouldn't go it alone. And you have that report you can run for people uh, that, yeah. that will tell them you input their personal information, ask them a few questions. And it's a really extensive report. It, it really tells you, uh, about all the different filing strategies and when the everybody has their own sweet spot as to when the best time would be to file and mm-hmm. finding that out before you file. And if we have listeners who have just recently filed, they can also uh, take advantage of that. But uh, we should probably let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to have that report run. Oh, well, the easiest way to get the report run is to go right to the website, compass-ltd.com. In the top left-hand corner, there's a thing that says, uh, get my risk score, my color of money risk score. Once you fill out a couple of questions there, you can request the social security uh, maximization report right through the website. You input the information, it's uh, encrypted. It's a very safe website to put that information in and it will generate the social security maximization report. Uh, We can get it to you that way. That's the easiest way. The smartest way is to sit down so we can go over a few other things to, you know, sit down beforehand you can, you can put that in, but without taking, like I said, other things into consideration, you might have a piece of the puzzle, but you don't have the corners, you don't have the edges, and you might not even have the box top to know what the puzzle's supposed to look like. So uh, I would suggest either going to the website and starting the process there, compass-ltd.com, or give us a call, schedule a time for us to sit down in person or you know via tech 
and we can uh, talk about the other pieces that go there. And uh, you can call us 800-339-9252 to do that. All right. Sounds good. And during this show, Matt, you've been examining some of the ways we might be able to boost our social security payments in retirement. And this is good because obviously this is a critical component of uh, any good retirement strategy for most Americans out there. So what do you have for us next? All right. So off topic from the article, one point I want to make before I forget, a lot of people, uh, especially people, a lot of trade people are willing to do a lot of work in barter or work under the table before, you know, while they're trying to get through whatever, Ah, when it comes to your long-term social security plan, not a great idea. Those are those, those are the zeros that add into that. Yeah. Because usually they're not taking any of that money. Not only are they not paying into social security. And so that doesn't count towards social security, but also typically they're not taking any of that money they earn through those types of jobs and putting it into a 401k or an IRA. So, right. so they're completely missing out on any type of savings for retirement at that point. Yeah. And I get it. Usually when you're doing that, it's not because things are super easy now, but you're sure. almost guaranteeing things are certainly not going to be super easy later either when you yeah. do that. So you're robbing Peter um, to pay Paul and you're just kicking the can down the road is yeah. what you're doing. All right. So I just wanted to remind people That's of that. If you know anybody point. in that situation, there's other ways to get out from under that, the burden sure. of whatever that is going on. And we can help with that too. But beyond that, the, oh, back to the article. Next point, claiming spousal payments. And we touched on it real briefly. If you're married, you can take some simple steps to better ensure that you maximize your payments as a couple. Now, spouses may receive payments based on their own work record or as much as 50% of the higher earning spouse's record. So whichever one's higher, that's the way you're going to want to go. In this case, the lower earning spouse must sign up for spousal payments at their full retirement age to receive the 50% spousal payment. And the percentage of the spousal payment shrinks for those who begin benefits prior to their full retirement age. Now, if you were married for a minimum of 10 years, you may also be able to claim your benefit based on an ex-spouse's work history as well. Okay. So a lot of options there. Sure. So even if you're divorced, there there are things you can take advantage of there. And I think Mm -hmm. the spousal benefit you talked about is one that that's one a lot of people don't know much about or might not know about at all, especially uh, with an ex-spouse. But boy, talk about something that could make a huge difference for a lot of people. It can make a massive difference. If you think about there's like three ways families have gone. You know, a couple of generations ago, it was almost only one per, almost always only one person in the workforce, right? So the other person, they may have worked a little bit here and there, but their benefit was going to be very small if they didn't claim a spousal benefit. Then there was a lot of families after that where both parents have been working forever, and now there's kind of it's and it. Now it's flip-flop a lot more than it used to be. Uh, it was mostly the father out working. Now there's a lot more families where dad's staying home to help raise the kids. So knowing how these spousal benefits work is a huge piece. And we'll, let's get into a little bit more. So um, a little bit more about just overall family stuff. Uh, include your family. You know, if you qualify for either Social Security, retirement, or disability, and you have dependent kids younger than 19, that includes Uh, biological children, stepchildren, adopted children. There's a lot of blended families where this can be something that is absolutely in play. You may be able to secure monthly social security payments for them that are worth up to uh, one half of your full retirement 
benefit up to certain limits. Now, generally qualifying children, what we're talking about, they must be younger than 18 and unmarried, uh, full-time high school students, uh, no older than 19 or severely disabled uh, prior to age of 22. I want to say that right. If I feel like I put the emphasis there that they were severely disabled prior to their age of 22. So sure. additionally, a spouse who's caring for a dependent child younger than 16 may also qualify for additional payments. And once again, there is a limit on how much more family members can receive. And typically that amount is 150 to 180 percent of the parents full benefit amount. Well, yeah, and nobody likes to think about not being around uh, for the people they care about and love, but knowing Social Security will be there hopefully provides some degree of comfort, at least financially. Hope, hopefully so. And the next way to max out your monthly benefit, be careful about making too much money during retirement. Now, theoretically, you never want to worry about making too much money, and this might be one of those <laughs> right. ones where you fall into a window, though. Right. Like if you're just taking on certain amount of work, you may be getting taxed harder than the effort you're putting in at some at some level. Right. So this is one of those reasons, again, why you want to work with a pro. But if you enroll in Social Security prior to your full retirement age, but keep working, part of your benefit may be temporarily withheld. So Social Security recipients younger than the full retirement age, the FRA, who make more than nineteen thousand five hundred sixty dollars in twenty twenty two. They're going to see a dollar withheld for every two dollars they earn beyond the limit. And the year and then the next factor is the year a person reaches the full retirement age, the cap hits fifty one thousand nine sixty. And then the penalty really basically tumbles down to a dollar withheld for every three dollars earned beyond that cap. And then once you re reach your FRA, your full retirement age, you can work and receive your payments at the same time without any penalty. And your Social Security payment will be recalculated to give you credit for any of the payments that were withheld previously, as well as your continued earnings. But you want to watch out for that. And depending on how much you work and how much is going to be taken out on that difference. Sure. And one thing I wanted to ask you about is what about taxes? What about uh, taxing your Social Security income? Okay. So because you may have to pay taxes on part of your Social Security income during retirement, minimizing how much you pay is definitely more important when it comes to maximizing your monthly payment. So currently, if the total of your AGI, which is your adjusted gross income, and non-taxable interest in half your Social Security benefit is more than $25,000 for individuals. <laughs> uh -oh, uh, math. Math okay, alert. You know what? Warning. How about this? Call me. Ask me. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to yeah. It's yeah. 25,000, 32,000 for couples, 50% of your benefit may be taxable. And then if your wow. sources hit more than 34,000 or more, uh, or 44 for couples, there may be taxes required on as much as 85% of your benefit. Yeah. So, and they're not tax thresholds aren't adjusted annually for inflation. It's, this is something you want to talk to either your tax pro or your financial services pro professional. About. Yeah. Yeah. Which you guys have both. And I, I think that's yeah. important to note. Uh, that that's something you help your clients with and can help our listeners with if they have questions. But I think the uh, you don't want to bury the lead there. The lead is your Social Security income can be taxed up it to 85% of mm -hmm. your benefit. Uh, no, no, don't get it wrong. They're not going to take you. They're not going to tax, tax away 85% yeah. of it. 
but they could t- put a tax on up on to eighty five percent of yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, not some tax people you. get incredibly scared when they see that. Yeah, <laughs> they could take eighty five percent of my money. No, so they'll tax you on it. Uh, yeah. th- there's another big one here, and that I think this is another one where the planning part comes super, way more into play, and that's maximizing survivors' benefits. So, I there's so many people who prior to when there's two spouses together, especially those who are living on just social security and maybe one other source of income, when someone passes, you often see that that left the spouse that's left behind, that widowed spouse, kind of fall below the poverty line because you're mm-hmm. losing a payment. While there is, you you may be eligible for survivor's benefits uh, and you may inherit the your spouse's payment if it's greater than your own, you're going to lose the other one. So if a husband receives 2000 a month and his wife receives 1500 a month, she may qualify to receive the 2000 a month after her husband's death. But don't forget, that means that you're losing the $1,500 a month as well. Sure, you just get the higher of the two. Yes. So if yours is higher, you keep that. If his was higher, uh, you would stop receiving the fifteen and take the 2000 But you don't get both combined, so you are going to take a hit regardless. You're going to take a big hit on your household income. Yeah, and yeah, that's you don't tough. Generally, you don't generally lose 50% of your expenses by losing one person. No, no, you don't. You don't. So the, the, if you have a house payment or rent, that's still the same. If you yeah, have utilities, they're still going to be basically the same. They're going to go down a little bit, utilities. Yep. Yep. You know, but there's still going to be cable's not going to care that there's only one person watching. Yeah. Netflix uh, streaming <laughs> service is not going to care how many yeah. people are watching. The, the city's not going to care about the tax on your vehicle. They're not going to charge you less because there's only one. Nope, one they're of not you, even you know, going to charge like you that. less for garbage. No, or wa- or really, uh, really yeah, any uh, of those use yeah. things, right? So, yeah. that's again, we want to make sure while while that's part of the overall strategies and what these things are going to look like, and why again you want to maximize your payment as much as possible, right? Getting it wrong, and maybe only concerning yourself with your social security maximization, or only concerning yourself with another part of your financial picture may not help you cross that desert when, when somebody passes. So, uh, best, best summary of this, talk to your financial services professional and look at your whole plan, not just your social security maximization plan, make that a part of it, but consider it in your overall plan. Excellent. Well, great show today. You brought up a lot of great points and I think this is good. You might've, uh, generated some questions from our listeners. They might want to go and get that social security maximization report and talk to you about how that can fit into an overall financial or retirement plan. How can they get a hold of you? Well, yeah. And let me say again, this social security maximization report, this one too, there's no obligation to it. There's no cost to it. We will get that run for you. I just want to, again, caution you. You can take it and walk away. Never, never think about us again. But it, if, if that's your case, think about someone else who's going to help you get your plan put together. We can do that for you as well. Uh, if you want to give us a call and do any either one of those things, it's super easy, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. 
Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.